Hey now, welcome to our Black Girl Songbook. This is the show where we celebrate Black women in music and the moments that make them. I'm your host, Danielle Smith. I was at Vibe for a good long time, and now I'm collaborating with The Ringer and Spotify to bring you stories about the Black women who create the music that we live for. You will hear in full the songs behind those stories. New episodes of Black Girl Songbook drop every Thursday. Listen exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Challenge, episode 10, Double Agents. I I like this episode more than Jacoby, and, and I'm going to tell you why I liked it, Jacoby. I'm here with oh, my good. best friend. Great. Best friend in the world, best friends. Jacoby. Best, best friends. friends. Like everyone on the show, we're best friends. Uh, best friends. This kind of was the Nam and Lolo episode. Mmm. A lot of Nam. Yeah, because we, we end up with the Battle of the Ambers, which we'll talk about later, but there's a lot of Nam and a lot of Lolo. And I guess I'm going to start here. I feel like I'm a smart guy. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I feel like I have a high IQ. I, I, I can read people well. I don't understand what the conflict is between these two. They argue about it, and and Zoe and I look at each other, and I'm like, "What?" what? And then Zoe tried to explain it to me, and then she got confused. And what are they arguing about? What, Why don't what? they get along? I, I don't understand this too because I was watching the episode, and I'm just like, "Is this an edit problem? Is did we not see what the the source of this conflict is?" Because I have absolutely no idea why Lolo is so mad at Nam, but she's so mad at Nam. It's so Zoe's theory is that because English isn't Nam's first language and he can't express himself to the level that Lolo apparently needs because she's a lunatic, that she she needs some sort of deep, deep, deep emotional relationship with whoever she's involved with, whether it's a real relationship or her partner on the challenge. And Nam, who's here with us today, and Nam, I forgot to introduce yeah. him. He's one of our co-hosts. He doesn't have a lot to offer. He doesn't really understand English that well. No. And even though he's it's a not, smart if guy. If the show's in German, do you think he turns into Jimmy Kimmel if the show's in German? Like, it's not like he has a big bubbling personality regardless of what language they're doing. One of their big arguments was he's like, if if this show was in Germany, I would be able to express myself better. And she said, well, I lived in Germany. And he said, it's not the same. And then she flew off the handle. She's completely insulted. And it's like, how is this even an argument? I don't, it is the most dysfunctional relationship I've ever watched, which leads me to my question, Jacobs. Is this just Lolo, whoever she's in a relationship with is going to be dysfunctional. Let's be honest. She's a very attractive woman in her late thirties who has not found a partner yet. And, 
I'm starting to wonder maybe what we're seeing this season is why. Well, we've seen this before when she was on earlier. She is, I, it's, it's, do you remember where we started with this? Like, remember they were both so physically attractive. They were into each other. They were flirting. They looked at to me. Remember like every time you do the power rankings at the end of every one of these pods, I try to up them like two or three spots. Yeah. I'm so out on Lolo right now. Like yeah. she's great for the challenge, but bad to have as your partner. And like you, I have no idea what she's upset about. And when you watch the next time on, it's just more Lolo and Nam conflict next episode too. It seems like one of his problems is she wants to make friends in the house, but he wants to play his game. And unfortunately for us, I don't understand what his game is because he barely talks. He it seems talk. like he's friends with CT and Devin. And no. he knows the big brother house is a bad thing for him. But in a weird way, they've become immune to ever getting thrown in or anything because everybody else has now realized these two are so dysfunctional. They'll never be able to win the final challenge together. Let's keep them together. So it's kind of backfiring on both of them. They have no way out. And who else would want Lolo as a partner? She's nuts. She's nuts. And also it, they go to the deliberation, which is the weirdest scene every week. And yeah. She's literally crying, begging. She's crying, begging to be thrown into the crater. And Darrell is just like, yeah, um, obviously you guys hate each other. So why would I break you two up? Like this works for me. You guys hating each other is good for me. So the more you cry, the less I want to do what you're crying, asking me to do. And poor Nam has a look on his face at this point. It's, it's to look like when you're in college and you break up with your girlfriend in college and it takes like eight hours. It's the breakup starts yes. at 7 p.m. It goes, somebody leaves and storms off, comes back. And the final, final, all right, we're definitely doing this is at 2.30 in the morning. And you see that person emerge from the dorm room. Mm. And they just have this look on their face like they've been water waterboarded for 17 days. That's what Nam looks like. But he's not in a relationship all the time. Nam has all that the look time. all the time. And one of my favorite parts about that breakup is you definitely, at the end, you're like, oh, we're still going to go ahead and have dinners together. We're yeah. going to go see movies together. But you feel like you're still going to be friends, but you're not going to be friends. Everyone no, you're not going to be friends. You know you're it. Not be friends. Yeah. Deep down, your soul has been ripped out of your body. Nam yes. is at the point, Lolo will be fine. I think this is just how she how she does it. Nam is at the point where I'm, I, I think he's going to have issues post-challenge. I think he's going to have like PTSD. Oh, maybe. That's how traumatized he looks. I mean, because they're only showing, you know, whatever they're, whatever's in the edit for the show and stuff, I guarantee there's 25 more conversations with Lolo where it's just like a dog chasing its tail. And it's like, why are you so unhappy? Why are you on the verge of tears? Wait, what, yes. we're, we're in a fucking game show together. What is wrong with you? He's walking away. And he's like, so stupid. She's like, what's so stupid? Who's so stupid? You call me stupid. Just like, I'm walking away, Lolo. Just let me leave this conversation. She, re she, she seems to hate it and love it at the same time. Well, this led oh. to, uh, I'm going to play this. This is uh, Nam's oh. explaining them as fire and ice. I would be like ice, and she's like fire in this case. And we know ice and fire are not working together very well. So, but there has to be some kind of So she's fire and he's ice. Yes. Nam, ice. you know, Nam, who I think his intelligence has been challenged during this season by Lolo, proving yet again, very smart guy. I, I thought he picked the right to things to throw in there. Craig, I'm going to send that clip to you so we can put we can put it unedited. But did you agree with the fire and ice thing? No, not at all. Not at all. I, I didn't understand it whatsoever. I think he just, I, 
I, I don't think Nam is big on eloquence or personality. I do not think that it is a it is a, a language barrier here. Oh, so you think you think he's playing dumb almost? No, I do. Not, I think he is dumb. I'm a hundred percent. I'm almost positive he just is dumb. And I am a little worried about him. That I think he walks away from this experience like his best friend in like Berlin or whatever. Like, so what happened in Iceland? How'd it go? He's just like, I'm never going to America. I'm never talking to Americans, <laughs> and I don't want anything to do. I'm never speaking English again. I think that he is. He is. He's scarred for life from this whole experience. Well, he's definitely book smart because didn't they say he's he's got some sort of. Uh... I thought he, I thought he was like really smart. Like he's like NASA smart with like book stuff, but just, he's just not people smart. <laughs> he is not people smart. He is not people smart. He's not playing this Lolo thing. Well at all, at all. I don't think he's ever met anyone remotely like Lolo. I, I, I feel like he's never had Lolo. a temperamental person in his life because he's, he's constantly just confused. He says the wrong things. And then I think what makes her mad over everything else is just that instead of responding to her when she starts to get crazy, he just kind of stares straight ahead with that dumb look on his face. And that yes. enrages her even more. She can't handle that. Anyway, um, so I guess the the TLDR is Lolo thinks Nam is stubborn. Nam thinks they're like fire and ice. Yes. And that's basically all I learned from the from the episode. But I have but no idea what the source of their conflict is. And I'm glad that you're baffled by it too, because I don't understand it. The only thing that they've ever actually had a conflict about was when she wanted him to jog across the finish line when they were in eighth place in a challenge. That's the only thing I've understood where there's conflict between them. But otherwise, it seems like we're going to get much more of this Lolo Nam thing next week too. I was trying to figure out what were the most dysfunctional male-female pairings in the history of the challenge. And my mm. mind immediately went to Zach and Janet. Oh, when John that A, year yeah. when uh, and Zach was already making moves on Jenna, and he was in love with Jeanne in the previous season. It seemed, and then they lived together, and something something, something happened. happened. Something happened in between challenges in Los Angeles between Zach and Jeanne that no one will speak about. Yeah. No one has spoken about it. And I, I think maybe he thought she came out too strong, whatever it was. But he was so mean to her the next season, and that, but they were a team. And by the time it ended, he it almost seemed like Zach threw the challenge just to like get away from the Jeanne situation. Yes. That was the default. Another one was uh Knight R.I.P. Mm. And uh and Jemmy. And Jemmy really got dark the last season. Tax, like, toxic. like very toxic. Yeah. And he was threatening her with ketchup. Remember, she had the very, very toxic. She had the uh the fear aversion of ketchup, and then he went after her with the ketchup oh, and yeah, she had the freak out. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about ketchup. Why are you chasing me with the ketchup? Oh man! Oh, I love the challenge so much. I completely forgot about her fear of ketchup. Fear of ketchup. He's going after her with the ketchup, like legit trying to be mean. Oh, I love that. Oh. So that was a great one, and I think that I think now Nam and Lolo are on that level. And the difference in this case is they've never made out, hooked up, anything. It's or just the spoken. Like I don't think yeah. Nam has said two sentences in a row to her. And yeah. she's so mad at him. She's right. literally sitting there crying in the deliberation. Just like, please let me get in this. So another subplot, Fessy trying to work it with Gabby Good and Gabby planting episode. the seed. Like if, if, if you beat, if you get a skull, like dump Devin, you can be my partner. It'll be great. Gives her some smooches on the, uh, mm -hmm. on the bunk bed and, uh, and did the whole thing about, I'm really actually a shy guy. If somebody's repeatedly it. telling you how they're a shy guy, guess what? They're not a shy guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, the, the Fessy as Fessy as shy is one of the weird subplots of this. And also Fessy, Fessy's like, listen, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just an introvert and I'm really, really shy. 
And it's like, no, dude, you're on a reality television yeah. show. They casted you for this. You are the opposite of what you say you are. But big, you know what? Gabby rose in my personal power rankings a lot this week. Big Gabby yeah. episode. Big Gabby episode. I agree. It was good. Also, I think she's assumed the mantle this year of, of the woman on the show who can look different in every scene. What is it? Sometimes what is- she looks like a supermodel. Other times she looks like she just went to Vegas for seven straight days and didn't sleep. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah. what is it? Where are you? Where do we stand? She's wearing she, this one interview. She's wearing a with like a work blazer, like something that like Hillary Clinton would wear. But then yeah. underneath that, she's wearing like what only I can only describe as like a bondage bra. It's yeah. like those two things are two items like Nam and Lolo, Fire and Ice that just don't belong together. Is like, she a prude? Is she on the go team? Like where, they, there might be five Gabbies. I, I don't know yes. what's going on. She looks like she'd like will do some stuff. She'll really like challenge you in bed. Like if you sleep with Gabby, she'll like bring up some stuff that you're like, ooh, I've never considered Whoa, that. I'm a little scared, but like I guess I'll give it a try. Is that is that lizard alive? I know some actual shy people, as I'm sure you do too. None mm-hmm. of them would be on the challenge with cameras no. following them around 24 <laughs> seven time. Guess yeah, what? Yeah. Actual shy people don't go on the challenge. It's never happened. No, they don't. No. They don't. If you're shy, you don't want to be at a reality show. Shy people don't talk about how shy they are. I have one comment here, and this is for the three people listening to this podcast that are also gigantic Boston Celtics fans. Oh God. You can make anything about the Celtics bill. It's one of your skills. So this is it. There's only maybe okay. three people who would get this. Okay. Fessy and Chris Forsberg have the same haircut. <laughs> Chris Forsberg is on the studio show at halftime sometimes. And for some reason, got the stripe on the side the line, with the shave. Yeah, the part, the Chris and Fe- and I don't part. know if, if it was inspired by Fessy on the challenge, because Fessy's had this for a couple weeks, and I think Chris Forsberg might have got it. Shout out to Chris. No, Again, yeah, nobody got Forsberg. that reference. It's Also, shy people always just have lines shaved into their head. It's a classic shy guy, shy guy move. Shave, shave some lines in your head. Speaking of the uh, going to the Ambers because they were one of the stars, um, somebody suggested instead of calling them Amber B and Amber M, we call them Bamber and Mamber. Oh, so I'm going to do that for this episode. So Bamber, who you're a fan of, I think you fluctuated on how attractive she she had the straightened out hair. Yeah, she's at one point, which is to me was a direct call out to you because you have a wife who can have super curly hair sometimes, but then straighten it other times. Yeah. So I, I felt like that was specifically directed at think, you to I try to mess so with too. your emotions. Do you know what else really got me from Amber this, epi- this episode? When she's like, yeah, I play rugby. And I don't know why, but I was like, oh, huh, rugby girl. Yeah, like she that. threw that out. And I was like, I like oh, that. you're rising huh. up the rankings. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. 
Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. So they get to the challenge. It's a Black Sands app. It's a lot of digging. I, mm-hmm. I give it a, a D plus, C minus maybe. If that, no strategy whatsoever. It's just like, it's like watching a dog look for a bone. Not fun at all. No. The most interesting part was the sprint at the start. And they did the wide shot. The Lolo's dusting everybody. And, and then they cut away. I was like, could we have just seen the sprint? Yeah, the sprint was, was most interesting. Also, they refuse to not involve fire. So they had those little like uh, little poles with the fire on top. And then yeah. at the end, when you finally put together the totem pole, there's a gigantic explosion for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Just like whoever the pyro guy is on this show, is his budget has is so big. It's, it's the point. director of the challenge. He's it's, trying to get an is, action movie with yes, John Cena. It really is. <laughs> it's just like, uh-huh. oh, so, so when they put together the totem pole and then someone wins, should we do like an air horn or should we do a whistle? No, no, no. How about we just explode a semi-nuclear bomb right here in the sand? I don't understand it. Uh, Josh and Nani got everything first, but then because Josh is a moron, they couldn't, <laughs> couldn't finish it. Corey seemed like he had a chance cutting to Corey going, I'm doing this for my daughters. <laughs> it's like, guess what? Your daughters are in diapers or at pre-K. They're definitely not like how dad do in the challenge. This no, week. Settle yeah, down, they're, Corey. Not, they're not at all. I don't know if you know this, but Corey's doing it for his daughters. Amber and Bamber's doing it for her family too. And Jarrell's doing it for his family. I think that's the, really the conflict between Nam and Lolo is they haven't established that they're doing it for their family yet. Yeah, they you gotta have like two family members you're doing yes. it for. They, is, does Bamber have kids though? What, what what's going on with her family? I, I don't know. She just said she literally just said, like, oh, I'm doing this for my family with no explanation. I do not think she has kids. Well, it seemed like CT was gonna win. I was super excited because you know CT would have called in Josh for the uh for the battle. Oh, God. CT and Hall Brawl would have been so good. CT and Big T choked. I still don't know what happened. Devin and Gabby win it. And Devin just loses his mind. He does the drunk on power thing, but also like telling us how drunk on power he was, which is never <laughs> yeah, a good yes. move. I don't, some people get words. power and they just completely lose their mind. And uh, and it's what makes the challenge so great. He lost his mind for about 12 hours. Yeah, absolutely lost his mind. He First of all, he dressed up in like a business suit for some reason. <laughs> He just like put on a blazer and decided he was yeah. going to go like business casual to the little Epcot center party thing. It, it was a it, Devin. I Devin's really established himself this season as a stalwart. He's coming back over and over and over. He's having a great season. If I'm a producer, I'm putting him in every year, every well, year. great season or great edit, because the way they're editing him makes me think he's going to be in the final three at the end. Probably. Yeah. He's, he's, he's probably going to be there. I also like in the deliberation with Gabby, he's like, what about Anissa? What about Big T? He just literally names everybody on the show. Right. And then at the end, Gabby's like, oh, I got gaslit. No, you didn't. He's, he gave you every single option out there. Well, their screw up was, as Fessy said, Fessy said, we have the power. Big Brother has the power. This their is Big Brother Alliance. That's kind of with Leroy and Cam too. And it's like, 
you've got to send in big brother people and hope one of them gets knocked out. I didn't understand the, the, he ends up sending in, uh, Darrell goes in with yeah. Bamber because the house vote goes to Mamber, Mamber and Corey. So question for you, Bill, this is bothering me. I didn't me about understand this. why, don't you have to try to break up the big brother Alliance? Isn't that the point of the show? Why do you want them to have numbers? Well, they used to, I feel like this particular season has been like taken over by big brother. Cause now they have the numbers. It's like, it's turned into instead of like, Oh, we used to be in the real world. Now we're on the real world challenge. Now it's turned into like the big brother because it was survivor and am I the one and, and challenge it was this big, big mixed bag, but now it's just turned into big brother lines. Yeah. It bothers. Well, me. the cocktail party, Devin made a sign that said big brother sucks VIP lounge, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Other than that, an F minus cocktail party. I, these are Every the saddest time. cocktail parties I've ever seen. It's like, I, do they even have liquor at these things? What's going on? Everybody seems so, they, so disheveled. And there's no music. They just sit around. No one stands. There's no food. It's just like, it's just like, hey, let's get dressed up and walk across the property to this Epcot Center place and then hang out in there. And then Gabby gets mad at Devin. I think Devin played this brilliantly. He tried to do the whole, hey, we don't know if it's going to be male or female. I already have a skull. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to take the risk. But deep down, he knew... If Gabby won the skull against Amber, which she probably was going to do, that she was going to dump him for Fessy, and then he becomes a rogue agent. Great, great TJ performance. Great TJ performance. When it comes down to the decision, it's like, all right, oh, Amber yeah. M. Amber M. Amber M cannot beat anybody on this show at anything. There is no challenge, puzzle, anything physical, anything mental. Amber M is going to lose 100 times out of 100. Gabby has to go down into the crater. She absolutely has to. And TJ's like, are you sure? You're not going to come down here? And she's like, no, not today, TJ. And then the second it's over, she's like, I should have come down there. Well, so, and Devin was smart because Corey, who has had mixed results in the challenge over the years, but mm -hmm. I think Corey's probably got, what, 25, 30 pounds on Devin? Yeah. So he sees that hall brawl game. He's like, I'm not going down there. I think, I think depending on the game, he might have done it. So we had Gabby and Devin. That was fun. We had the vote, which we talked about earlier with Nam. I forgot to mention this, where... Lolo told Nam, sometimes I feel like my intensity is too much for you. And then said later, you don't say anything. You didn't talk to me all last week, Nam. It's like, Nam doesn't talk. He doesn't what talk. What are you waiting for? Yeah, it's like uh, that, that, that side table hasn't discussed strategy with me all week. It's like, it's Nam. He's an inanimate object. Okay. And also Lolo, no one's throwing you in. You have to win and put yourself in. It's the only path to you going in the crater. I can't believe like, Nam didn't talk to me last week. It's like me getting upset at my my new puppy that we ha he won't talk to me about the Celtics. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't understand what my puppy. Why, <laughs> I just want to talk about Kemba Walker. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Lola makes it worse. Now, by the way she melts down at the vote, there's no way they're ever throwing them in. No. They're going to have to win a challenge. The problem is they haven't come close to winning a challenge. No. The closest, I guess, they came was when Nam went head-to-head -head against CT. But even then... Wasn't even really close. And Lolo continues to be one of the big disappointments. She really is. She really Unless is. Unless it's just run a straight line, she's useless. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like the fact that you're like, well, the sprint was awesome. Because she really did take <laughs> off in that sprint. It was great. It was her and Fessy. It seemed like she was beating Fessy. Olympic sprinter, good at sprinting. Bad at everything else. Well, well, we'll know if the challenge wants Lolo to get in there, if they have a challenge where it's like high hurdles and yeah. then solve a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> high hurdles followed by a bobsled. Um, Corey, Corey uh, convinced Mamber, hey, 
we should do this. You're ready. You can do this. Mm -hmm. And Darrell, challenge veteran. (laughs) They've been sprinkling in just a little bit. Every time his his hit rate is really high. He's got great interview bites. And he was like, like, I know what Corey's doing. (laughs) Corey's just, he wants to get rid of his fire (laughs) to get get another one. I see see you, Corey. (laughs) He's like, Amber, you need to get a skull. This is your only opportunity to get a skull. Amber's not going to win at anything. Anything yeah, there's literally all. no game. She's like 5'1", 80 pounds. There's a great TJ line, too. He's like, um, well, Amber M seems to be the same level as gnarly as you. And I was just like, I started, yeah, what does that I even wanna, mean? Yeah, I want to know what the levels of gnarly are. It sounds like something It's like, I want to know where my gnarly scale is, who who's analogous to me in the gnarly spectrum. I will really want more from the gnarly levels from TJ. Very confused. TJ's, TJ's use of gnarly, I don't think... Uh, jibes with how he, we would use it. I, don't, well, I think it means I something completely it. different to him. I don't even understand what it means to him. So Gabby sends Bamber in. We have Battle of the Ambers. Josh does the thing where he starts whining. Yeah. Uh, 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 well, you <laughs> me in. I called your bluff. It's like, no, I, I, I can put in whoever I want. You, I didn't call, you didn't call my bluff, Josh. My daughter, woke, my daughter woke Zoe, who loves all people, who defends everyone, and who's like one of the nicest people on the planet. When he was doing that, Zoe goes, I fucking hate Josh. I was like, oh. Zoe hates like cancer and Josh. Those are like the two things she hates. Coronavirus, cancer, Josh. Everything else is unlikable. He's so unlikable. It's amazing how unlikable he is. Yeah, it's almost like he studied professional wrestlers from the 80s and 90s for how to do sticky things to make yourself more of villainy. And his voice. But I know he hasn't. No, I think this yeah. is just naturally him. I called you bluff. Yeah. Yeah. He's God. just a moron. He's uh, a moron. Worst challenge final ever. Mamber gets destroyed. They couldn't even edit it. They usually try to edit things to make it seem close. They could not even edit this one. It was just Mamber. It was awful. What are you doing, Mamber? What are you doing? CT had a funny breakdown of it. Where he's like, yes. excuse me. Uh, so Corey now has, he's Corey's now a rogue agent. For the sixth time. He, his six partners headed for him. Um, my new favorite part of the challenge, which I give mm-hmm. all credit to you. Mm-hmm. You noticed it. Give it to me. Was TJ send off. TJ send off for the week for, uh, for Mamber. Mamber. Hopefully we'll see in the future. Take care. Translation, I will never see you again in the rest of my life, and I'll forget your name six hours from now. That's the translation. Hopefully, I don't think, we'll it, gets, I don't think it gets bleaker. It, it Hopefully, we'll not. see you in the future. Take care. Is Hopefully, basically. we'll see you in the future. Take care. It's basically like, you're dead to me. You no longer exist. I will not send flowers to your funeral. You're yeah. gone. No chance. Good music in this episode. We had Love Will Tear Us Apart, and we had a Huey Lewis song yeah they, they but like a, a deep cut 80s. a huey lewis deep cut um skulls fessy Devin, kyle leroy josh and then cam anisa casey amber who i think we can just call amber now right yeah, do we, we have to call her amber yeah, b she's now amber. she's no, just she's amber. amber yeah so one more female skull left to go and the question is because the number is now five four this one was obviously a female mm-hmm. challenge do they go male or do they try to fix it so it's five and five? I think this is going to be a really hard one for the challengers to figure out whether they want to go yes. in or not, whether it's going to be male. This is the first one where we really don't know really whether don't it's know. male or female. Yeah, it was also the first one where TJ didn't try to do that little weird pivot thing that he does every time. He was just like, this is a female elimination. He's like, thank you, TJ. Thank you. Because this time, I would not be confident that it is male or female if I was in the challenge. I really, it could go either way. 
the producers told Tej, they were like, look, man, we love what you're doing with my final. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. the, the fake swerves, I, like, yeah. we get it. Like, uh, maybe tone uh, that maybe back a the, little yeah, bit. Yeah, on the gnarly level, let's just dial back the gnarly level of your fake swerves. Uh, power rankings. Leroy Casey still one. Kyle Killer Cam still two. And then, uh, honestly, I think it drops off. I will say, though, I think Darrell and Amber might be number three now yeah. because of the of the revelation that Amber played rugby. She played rugby. I don't know why. I don't know why that went so far with both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She but like sixty five pounds too. But we, you know, if if you went to college and there was a rugby team, or pe- like, there's a certain type of tough yes. girl that plays rugby in college. Yeah. Yes. And it's it, not, that is not for the weak. Like you're definitely, you're not afraid of getting like a broken nose. No. You're not afraid of getting a black eye. Like you, you, you there's a certain yeah. mentality of that. And you're, you're really, you get dirty when you play rugby and you like drink straight Jameson from the bottle while you're still dirty. You know what I mean? You don't hit the showers after a rugby game. You hit the bar. That's why I like yeah. rugby. Yeah. So I, do you agree with me? They're the number three team right yeah. now. I think they are. I would say number three. I keep trying to, to put Nam and Lolo in there, but I just fire and ice is just not going to, it's there. No, they're the very, very bottom. Fire I think nice. they're at the very, very bottom, and I think Devin and Gabby are probably at the bottom too because it seems like people are going to target Devin's skull. Now, we know he's getting a good edit, but um, that team will definitely... Teams that we know will not be together at the end of this show are Fessy and Anissa and yes. Devin and Gabby. Yes. Those two will not be together in three to four weeks. Yeah, they hate each other. And also, Gabby, why, don't, why didn't you go in the crater? Why didn't you go in the crater? Just explain to me why she didn't go in. Because Devin Jedi mind tricked her. He did. I don't understand. I Devin really don't understand. Her. God. Fe- does Fessy and Gabby, does that win the, could that no. win the challenge for you? No. I don't see Fessy and Gabby winning the challenge. Everyone what about talks Fessy about, and Lolo? Everybody always talks about what great shape Gabby's in, but I just haven't seen it yet. Like, they're like, oh, she's a trainer. It's like, is she? Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. I'm not convinced Gabby's one person. There might be like three different Gabby's there. Like That's she, my theory. She dramatically looks different every single time you see her. TJ's going to say goodbye to the three Gabbies, which she yes. gets voted yes. out. Yeah. Also, three Gabbies. <laughs> someone explained to me, I've been with the same woman for like two decades. Someone explained to me how in 2021, if you're over the age of 15, you just kiss somebody once and then giggle about it and then move on with your life. Like, is that how hookups really work in the real world after eighth grade? It's the pandemic. I don't know. I guess, but they like, they like made out for like 10 seconds. They're like, giggle, giggle, giggle. Oh, that was fun. Like what? Uh, did you study next next episode of highlights? Any of any uh, revelations from that? Um, Lolo crying again, and she says, I, I, "I just can't deal with the miscommunication anymore." Do you realize that Nam does not communicate? He is an inanimate object. There's <laughs> there's not miscommunication. It is a yeah. one way communication. It's a non communication. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she's just crying for some reason. And this just means basically I'm a bad person, but I really enjoy. Lolo's sorrow. Like, I like it when she cries. It makes me happy when she cries. I think it, I think Lolo's emotional, uh, whatever you would tornado, I think it's made you more attracted to her because no. you went into it like being attracted to her. I think you actually like how insane she is. <laughs> no, I'm starting to like Gabby a little bit. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby does really weird which one, stuff. Gabby in number bed. two yes. or Gabby number yeah, which? Yeah. Which of the Gabbies? Gabby, like the, the bondage Gabby. That's the one I like. <laughs> she like knows how to tie knots like a sailor. Like she, uh, be, she'll just like you kiss her once. Next thing you know, you're like tied to a bedpost. I really enjoy it. <laughs> and like your legs are tied to a radiator. She's got tools. I really like it. Good for her. Uh, Jacoby, hopefully we'll see you in the future for episode eleven. Take care. Take care. 
This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.